take a week off until I catch tracks and number of episodes appeared on. <laughs> uh, well, I started the tape. I don't know if I caught all of you saying that, but oh. uh, yeah, well, it's shit. now everybody knows your only true motivations. My goal. And I can read. I can read more of this manual. Uh, maybe in a bit. We'll see if it. We'll see if the, we need to pad for time. At least the <laughs> the funny bit about the install that you guys really liked. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Well, we'll let's let's circle back to that. Uh, all right. It is the Loose Screws podcast. It is this one that's in your ears right now. I'm Commander Jantrax, and this is the eleventh. No, the eleventh month. The fourteenth day of the eleventh month in some year. And <laughs> some year between two thousand and four thousand. Yeah, so something pick. in the middle there. It's it's a truly glorious and momentous day here in Loose Screws <laughs> headquarters, and we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about it with the people who are joining me tonight, which include Commander Chig. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, Commander, Lieutenant Commander Data. Good evening. Commander Nurgle. Good evening. <laughs> and Commander Teflon. Hey. <laughs> 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 I don't know why that one seems so, the funniest to me. I just Well, I'll tell you right now, I had a very exciting in in game week, but uh, I'd love to know how how you all's week has been. Uh what's up, Chig? How you doing? But I want to talk about your in game week. Oh man. Because it was well, exciting and awesome, and if we talk about it, we can all just start talking about it, I guess. Yeah. You had a great well, personal we just, accomplishment, we... and we had an amazing fucking squadron accomplishment this week. Yeah. Huge huge squadron thing. I, I mean, I wanted that to be a whole thing, so that's why I was saving it, right? So do our um, intros. How about you? we go around and talk about what we did not in-game? Okay. I didn't... Uh, my wife's birthday was uh, yesterday. Mm. We had some, we had some uh, friends party. Do a little hanging out, some partying, Sweet. stuff like that. Teflon's wife's birthday is tonight. What is going it on? Is. Wives' birthdays. You guys are insane. I don't know how that. Yeah, makes we you yeah we we caused that totally. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's wild stuff. Good job. Wild well, you allow on. them to have birthdays. I quit letting my wife have any. Oh wow! How do you yeah. do that? Well, I just I just I just keep forgetting it every year. It works I, out great. <laughs> I, I, I can tell you with 100% certainty, I do not allow my wife to do anything. Yeah. It is and my, the other way around. And my wife voluntarily stopped having birthdays. So I, I tried forgetting her birthday one time. It didn't work out so well for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. That was the out of game. Yeah. yeah. How's 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 you guys? How's how's you guys out of game? Yeah. I don't remember because in game was so much fun. So <laughs> I, I, I don't remember shit. Uh, Anybody do anything they remember? Uh, oh yeah, of course. I remember all of it, but <laughs> you don't remember what you had for breakfast. You, I bet you <laughs> remember the thirties. <30s. laughs> <laughs> Not quite. 
<laughs> Not quite. No. Um, yeah, we're in full swing for archery season for the, for the elementary kids and. Starting last Thursday and running through the weekend, we not only had a tournament, we hosted our first tournament. So I spent four days, plus or minus, uh, running 400 archers through a tournament as the range director. And we're lucky I can talk. Yeah. It was was a long weekend and a lot of repeating the same thing. No injuries. A lot of repeating the same things over and over and over and over again as we had something like 20 flights of archers, up to 40 shooting at a time. So it was, it was interesting. Sounds safe. Wow. Yeah. Very safe. Only, only had to stop one person waving a bow around, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so it was so because we let parents come in and shoot, too. Um they just don't get to have their score reported nationally, but um, some parent, you know, had drew the bow all the way back and then turned around to talk to somebody. <laughs> oh and, my god! Yeah, and, and I was lucky. There were like seven or eight people that all at the same time were no, <laughs> oh and and got him turned around the other way and explained to him why that's really you know, not something we want you to do. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> but yeah, they ranged from a few third graders all the way up to a, to a couple of senior citizens. And uh, it was a long weekend. It was a long weekend, but we made somewhere around five thousand dollars for the program. Sweet, uh, which is going to buy nice. a lot of equipment and hopefully get some nice jerseys for the kids. And it was it was tiring, but it was fun. Cool, awesome. <laughs> and that's I, all uh, I did last week. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at my local polling place last Tuesday. That was a long day. Oh man, I used to do that where I used to live, and i i did not uh, I did not keep I, going when I moved counties. How'd that go? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it went fine. We had really good turnout. A lot of a lot of people came mm-hmm. for about forty percent of our little three thousand person precinct showed up. So I love was, how that's good voter yeah. turnout in this country. Yeah, I yeah. I, I have I have never done that. That is something I want to do one year. Yeah, there. I mean, I am never doing that. That sounds <laughs> awful. I hate it people. Was, I don't want to be around. Yeah, them. it is like, yeah, it is exhausting having to interact with that many people in a day. Until oh yeah. Only had we only had to threaten to call the sheriff on one one guy who got a little too rowdy. Other than that, it went smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody <laughs> yelling about having to have an ID? No, he yelled. Right. He was yelling. He didn't like that you sign in on an iPad. He didn't trust his little <laughs> signatures. Okay. Really? Yep. Just kept repeating that over and over again, louder and louder. <laughs> like, Sir, you cannot be yelling in here in the middle of this room. <laughs> Why do I have to sign this iPad? Because technology marches ever forward. You can, you can go home if you want. Yeah. The future is now, old man. <laughs> you are free to not vote if you want to. Yes. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. It went fine. All the numbers matched up at the end, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Good deal. That was my my big excitement. That's why I wasn't here last week, because I had to get to bed early. I had to get yeah. there at 5.30 yeah. in the morning to help get, get set up. It's a big day. Yeah. Did, were you there all day? 
Yeah, no shifts. It's all the same people. Oh. 5.30 They let you have like a lunch break that you negotiate. To 9.30 p.m. I was there. Oh. Yeah. That's brutal. brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. But it was good. Good to help. America. Yeah. America. America and all that. America. Fuck Sounds like you had fun. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? Anybody? Anybody? Um, uh, I finally watched Doctor Strange. Uh, the multi the, the new Doctor Strange movie that came oh the out new one a couple yeah. months ago yeah uh, yeah I really cool. liked that that was cool yeah I, think I didn't Strange realize how Doctors many spoilers fun I didn't realize how many spoilers I actually managed to avoid I was like wow <laughs> uh, yeah yeah some people just like show up and go away so now quickly I'm, <laughs> now I'm watching Miss Marvel we're getting ready to start Miss Marvel I enjoyed that. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. I made it through the first uh, episode of Andor. I haven't watched any more. Oh, yeah. Gotta, I really got to get back to Andor because yeah. I, was really, I was really enjoying it. Yeah, you got to catch up on that. That's been really good. That's what I hear from, like, everybody. <clears throat> Me too. I thought it was spelled Endor. I'm confused. It's not. It's, it's Betty not. Walks. It's Betty Walks. It's a different shows. thing. Oh. Yes. Somebody reached through the interwebs and smacked Chig. <laughs> He's just trying to get banned. Everybody knows that. <laughs> exactly. No, the original trilogy you're allowed to talk about in here. Jump, jump. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Not not those excellent prequels or sequels. Not even okay. the excellent ones. <laughs> okay. It's okay. We're all good. Chip just spit up some of his cheese. <laughs> it's dribbling down his front. It's involuntary. Yeah. Bib, for this for that reason, I know somebody will bring up the sequels and I, yeah, it'll cause me to yep. gag a little bit and dribble on myself. All right. Well, let's just push on past that then. So, oh, 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 oh one oh, other wait. thing. Yeah. Uh, so when we were cleaning out the space for my to make my wife's office. I found this really old book from the seventies and like, you know how much I love history stuff. Right. So, and I don't know, we don't, none of us know where this came from um, or who this belonged to, but it's, um, I don't want to say the name of the book because, uh, but it's a history, it's like a, uh, a history, like nonfiction book. And it's a chronicle of, of, Germany from um, the from the Kaiser from Bismarck to the angry mustache model later on in the thirties. Uh, I know what he's talking about, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just super interesting and old, and nobody knows where it came from, and like, there's no like. It's a hardback book, and it's really worn on the covers. Um, and there, there's supposed to be some kind of slip cover, you can tell. Uh, but there's, it's, it's long gone. Uh, and so I thought that was pretty neat. There's a lot of, there's a lot of really old pictures in here from Germany in like the 1800s, uh, cool. going into the 1900s, and um, a lot of really good history in here. 
uh, here's like the like uh, I just turned to a random page and you could see when the uh, the uh, Archduke uh, Ferdinand and his wife were lying in state in Austria. Wow. After they had been assassinated um, from World, provoking World War One. Um, um, lots of lots of historical images and uh, facts in here. Uh, That's cool. It's it's. Uh, I haven't had a chance to really sit and look and read through, and read through it, but uh, it's very fascinating. So yeah, that was something interesting that happened to me. That is neat. Sweet. Uh, so, does everybody want to talk about what happened in game on Thursday? Yes. Are we ready? You mean ready? the you mean the total and complete failure of Operation Bronze Metal? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Before we before we talk about this, I have a I have a I have a I have a thing for this. Uh-oh. Okay. That was good. That was good. A deep cut. Uh, yeah. So, and un- unfortunately for the celebratory nature of the sound, it does turn out that our Operation Bronze Medal was, in a sense, a complete and total failure. Um, yeah. Because we did not get the bronze medal. Uh, oh. The season ended on Thursday, and in the final hours. How much uh, how how much bonds did we put up in the final hours, Chig? Was it eighty three? It was like it was like in, approaching it, no. ninety billion. Eighty three million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the final day with bonds that we had saved up over the course of the season and everything else, and the tricks we did, we put up ninety three billion on the final day. <laughs> ninety three billion. So we were feeling pretty good that bronze was in the bag. And it started to look like maybe we had our, a shot at silver. And I was pretty excited. And uh, in the cu- couple of days uh, running up to there, um, some people from one of the other squads, the, actually the squad that was in second, uh, started coming to Discord and chatting with us and just all friendly and everything. Um, well, and, and what happened is the final night, like four of them joined the Discord as, yeah. as they had moved, they had put in about 50 billion over the course of like Tuesday into Wednesday. So they went from like 104 billion up to like 155 ish. So they had this, this nice cushion going. And then all of a sudden on the last night, we start putting in our bonds and we're creeping up on them. So then they They watch us shoot up. Yeah. They thought there was a glitch with the BGS or something like that. Yeah. So then (laughs) they start hopping in. Super nice people. Order of Dripnificence, whatever the fuck a Dripnificence is, but super nice people. (laughs) A a couple of them are still in the Discord hanging out, uh, you know, posting stuff. They're they're good people. It was super fun. It was a nice little friendly competition. And everybody, you know, is like, well, are we going to have enough to catch them? I said, well, we'll pass where they're at right now. We don't know if they still have more bombs. And I'm like, I'm like, honestly, we might be able to catch number one if they don't put in any more bonds. 
Number and one being AXI themselves. AXI themselves were within so, our striking and, and distance. And in the, in the background, two other squads we weren't even watching also did major dumps and put themselves up into the running. Uh, but but we were there to answer it with 93 billion. Uh, so in the, in the final, like, two hours... Uh, I, I was not there. I was turning in my bonds before I went to bed. And then I went to bed and we were in third still. Were you in third or have we crossed into second? When we I went were in to bed? I can't third, remember. I think, when you went to bed. We were in third because they, like I said, the, these other guys had, they had put in a bunch that they saved as well. But um, a bunch of upsets had happened. A bunch of places had changed, but the top three were still the same. They'd just all kind of gone up. And then uh, you guys were all still on. And as I as I recount the story that you recounted, uh, the the crew that was on online decided we'll do one more interceptor and then we'll go turn in and call it a night. But it was a cyclops, and that was dull and boring. Yep. So you waited around. You said that's not going to do it. We got to do more than a cyclops. So then in comes double Medusa, no. Bassy that. No, what double uh, Medusa and Bassey? At the same time. That's the first time I've had that. And all these mega ships we had were all of a Deuce and Bassey drop at the same moment. And a set of scouts, though. Mm-hmm. And Manitouk wow. goes, or sorry, Borked Bits. Let me give a shout out to the guys that were there on that last night. The night yeah. before, we had like a whole bunch of us. Tuesday night when you streamed, it was a great crowd. And we put up, you know, billions in bonds the night before. Yeah. Yes. Now, on the final night, you couldn't make it and stuff. But we ended up with a, a good crowd there. And the final group that was on this last, our last little push at like, I was at 10 o'clock and I usually don't stay up past 10 to do this, but stuck around and it was Borked was there. Me, uh, single malt Scotty was there. He hasn't done much hunting with mm-hmm. us, but he was there that night. Bondo who's put up a shit ton of bonds. Teflon came in for the fight. Jello Wiggler was there and Volt showed up. Volt showed up in a, Fucking crate Mark II of all things, not a type. Oh seven. my god! Yeah, the he first was, time he's oh, flown wow. a not type seven. <laughs> yep, because he wanted to help you know get this last push. So good job, Volt, for showing up. So it was it was the seven of us that did that final mega ship thing, and it was just to get one. But we're not ending on a fucking Cyclops. So then randomly, like I said, it was a Dusa, Bassy, and some scouts, and Borked initially said oh we, we should just reset this with the scouts here i'm like fuck that i'll kill them myself i'm not messing <laughs> up this instance right and things went sideways very quickly but i managed to pull the dusa away and they had a couple deaths as they were getting the bassy away from the scouts and everything and then things kind of settled down and i i flew the bassy the deuce out. I got the first heart on the deuce, and then you know when the shield went down, I went to get a second heart on the deuce and just flubbed it. I got within lightning range, so then in lightning range when you're soloing a deuce is bad fucking news because then the swarm flies over you and you start getting missiles. And I was down like sixty percent hull, which was a little yeah. bit scary. But I then I then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to keep working on killing this deuce. I'm just going to keep kiting it until they get close to that bassy. And then they got the bassy down low. And I brought the Dusa back in. They managed to give the Bassy, so I didn't get that 24 mil. But, but yeah, 24 mil, but that's okay. Uh, so then then we got that Bassy. And just before that Bassy died, another Dusa came in, I think. Hold on, I've got a list. No, then another Bassy. Then another Bassy. And with everybody was there and with the... Uh, 
the way that we had our bond set up and everything, that last little hurrah into the thing netted us 780 billion or 80 million 778 million yep set no that's what we ended up winning the season by right oh yeah yeah so 780 is what you take in in that last little yeah 780 we took in so really we only need to kill the cyclops but I think if we didn't have that cushion somebody might have went and tried to catch us but when all of a sudden it was almost a billion I don't know (laughs) So 780 million, we end up winning. Um, the margin of victory is 778. So we won by one Cyclops, by the yep. value of one Cyclops killed by one commander. So what's so amazing about this whole thing to me, for one thing, is taking first place away from AXI. Not that they were paying attention or trying to race us. It's yeah, they their first <laughs> place because that's all they do, you know, but it's it's a massive squadron and that's all they do. I did not think we had a shot at that. And then to to squeeze it out by this tiny margin, which, by the way, for the total money that we put up, that is 0.04% of the total is what we won by. Yep. Wow. That's how close it was. Yeah, it took 180 billion, I think, roughly. Something so close to that, yeah. Was. And the both final. of us were at 180 billion. We, they're like 180.2. We were 180.8 <laughs> or 0.9. It was yeah. crazy. So with that, technically, 8 million is what the – is what – you know, is is what we would have needed to win, right? That's – you know, margin of victory is 778, but one Cyclops – that means all of the, there's, you know, two dozen more people who turned up, you know, over the course of the 60 days, maybe only for one night, maybe only killed one or two interceptors. If you killed any interceptors as part of this season for the squadron, you were the difference. Like without every single one of them, it was so close that we would have a silver instead of a gold without ev- every single one of you people the listeners who participated like yeah yeah exactly like because that's because that's the thing like that's people we're mentioning that you know like i put up a ton compared to some people right and i'm super impressed by the dozen other people who put up (laughs) so many uh so many bonds but there's plenty of people who aren't dedicated to this or not into ax but they they turn up for one night and they participate a little bit right and it's like, uh, I, 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 you matter. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what else to say it. You know, it, it actually did make the difference. So it, it's anyway. absolutely mind boggling that it came down to that slim of a margin. If somebody just, yeah, <laughs> you showed up at all, <laughs> you were a big part of this whole thing. And it was super exciting to take first place in something like that because also you got to realize that completed our collection. We had a bronze trophy in CQC and a silver trophy in CQC. We've never had a gold trophy. So to come yeah. in and win that gold, that kind of completes the set. You know, we've got, you know, the three different medals, you know, first, second, and third place bobbleheads. It's, I don't know. I, it was so this exciting. This is a pretty Discord tough one to win too. explosive. <laughs> Discord yes. was madness. I woke up in the in the morning, like uh, unable to go back to sleep. It was like so <laughs> early when I woke up, but I couldn't go back to sleep. It was just so exciting. And uh, so, super congratulations to everybody. We have the first place, the gold bobblehead dashboard ornaments. Um, they're really great. Uh, Commander Rabbi Bob went ahead and put together some commemorative medallion designs, like 
he did for the Distant Screws 2 expedition. Uh, but for this, the Operation Bronze Medal with the Thargoid on the backside. Uh, and just before the show tonight, I've gone ahead and entered those into some merch. Uh, so up on the store right now are mugs in uh, colors or colors with black ink or uh, black mug with uh, white ink. And then uh, likewise, I have uh, put up zip hoodies uh, with the little medallion icon in the it's kind of small in the upper left corner of the zip hoodie. It looks pretty cool. Um, those are up on the store right now. You can check them out. I think some more designs are going to be coming. I know Teflon's working on something, and maybe Nurgle's working on something in the background for a different design that might involve the actual like trophy bobblehead style um, design. Um, so those those will go up as, as we get them uh, onto different apparel items and stuff where, where they look cool. And I also made a coupon code. So uh, if you enter the coupon code Hydra into the store, you'll get free shipping. Nice. Um, doesn't expire. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe it'll just always be that way. <laughs> nice. Uh, Interesting. So check out the merch store, loosegruzzyd.com. Has a link to it. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the best way to find it because I think our... The actual store link is harder to type. So, loosecrewzd.com. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Great job, but, everybody. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we decided to do it this season because both you and I had a few bonds, you know, kind of coming in, and it's like, yeah. well, let's, let's fucking do it. We were really into it. I mean, this is like... um we had gotten we've gotten quite quite good at, and quite practiced at killing thargoids, and even still, over the last sixty days, um, I can feel that I'm a lot better at it than I was sixty days ago. Um, and also that the the night after this all went down, um, when I should have wanted a break from killing thargoids, I realized I still haven't still hadn't killed a solo hydra, uh, so. Just before I before I move my carrier out of the nebula and before the Thargoids arrive and who knows what's going to happen and what new Thargoid thing might show up, um, I went ahead and ticked that box off the list and took on the Hydra. What? First and try. It went, it went really well, and I do feel like I just waited long enough that I was so over-rehearsed. Um, it was not... Even like people were like, what, how much damage you take? You know, honestly, not much. The videos, <laughs> I streamed it, the videos on YouTube too. It's like kind of never really got the better of me um, at any point in the fight. It's kind of, you know, it's long, took like an hour, but. Yeah, I um, it. You're, you, it, was, it was a clean fight. You just played it smart and you bailed when you did make mistakes, you bailed and, and reset. Well, and that's the big, yeah. Like, and, and I don't know if, I mean, does that count as a, like, I didn't get, I don't think I got any heart except maybe the last one on the first exertion. So yeah, well, that that's technically with those shards. Is, it's really hard it's, to get a heart. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. Exerting's easy with shards, um, but they have a little spread effect. So it's, it's hard to get all of the damage onto the heart, really impossible. So it's, it's that, that's tricky. Um, so I guess technically from a, from a AX combat perspective, that's a technical error, right? Yeah. But, um, but I never got enraged swarms. I never got any missiles. I never got lightning. Uh, once, once I got close and I did, I did kind of, you know, screw up the range a couple of times, but got it back each time and just a lot of synthing heat sinks. And anyway. No, but I like the so, fact that yours was your, your, uh, 
you were the meta ship, but not the meta weapons for yours. And I was the meta yeah. weapons <laughs> and not the meta ship for mine. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. So anyway, so yeah, Mark, so that... Mark can forgive both of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mark Shadow sure. would, would be angry if we both went chieftain and goss. Chieftain yes. and goss. And killed yeah. Swarm. Neither one of us bothered with the Swarm either. No, we, it didn't we bring Flack to. Yeah, fuck Flack. So, Everybody went yeah. out there and played a good game and managed to come mm-hmm. away with the win. Just one, I guess we just wanted it more. We overachieved. <laughs> That'll never happen again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, sincere congratulations to everybody. I'm so proud. Um, I I told people who don't know anything about this game about it. I yeah, forced them too. to listen to me. <laughs> me too. Me too. I did. Uh, I did that too. I I told my wife and my mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of people. My wife and, just looked at me like, oh, "That's why you've been stuck at your computer every night." Well, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and and correct. me. Big shout out to the guys from AXI and from Drippin' Face or Drippnificence. Because yeah. you know, they, they all came into the Discord. And they were all good sports. We had a good time talking mm-hmm. with them, and it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Seraph yeah, has just... been in our Discord for a long time. He's a big, uh, yes. big member over at AXI. Mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm, one of the mm-hmm. first ones in congratulating us. Yeah, I mean, I obviously wanna... they have dozens of these. They've won this yeah. dozens of times. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. they don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it's still quite an accomplishment for a squad like ours. Yes, and I just wanted to say to everybody else in the community who was fighting, uh, no matter how, no matter how much you contributed, how little you contributed, you know, you guys, you guys did this. I mean, it wasn't just Trax and Chig, even though they put up big numbers. Yeah, um, we it was, did. It was. It was. All, <laughs> it was. It was you guys that that that. This this yeah. win is it belongs to you all. Well, Bork mm-hmm. who's you know, living out there. He's Bork the MVP. gets a huge shout out. Uh, I would yeah. be. Uh, so and I crash thought as my, well. my contribution was quite large. Twenty nine billion I put up in sixty days, uh, and I had admittedly I had saved up some bonds before the season started, right? And uh, but I would be, I would not be surprised if Borked had a contribution similar to mine and he did not have any saved up yeah. <laughs> before yeah. he, he yeah. even turned some in before the, that amazing yeah. power play oh. shenanigans. Oh, he yeah, did. Yeah. Right. The yeah. other thing is I'm, you know, no matter how much or how little you contributed to it, just contributing to it is what crossed the line. I mean, you saw, or they said, um, how, how, how close it was, how it was. you know, how narrow the margin was. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, that, that makes the difference. And uh, yep. I told somebody, he's like, I don't want to be out there just to, you know, absorb money. And I want to, you know, help in some way. Well, just absorbing money is helping. Yeah. It helping. <laughs> it's you know, true. actually what's, what's being scored in this tournament right now. Yeah. Actually absorbing money. <laughs> yeah. Feeling so, guilty about coming out and doing nothing. No, no, we need oh. you. I don't care if you come out and take it from six kilometers away and then go AFK. But that money goes into our pot. So. Right. We needed everybody, every single mm-hmm. one of you, loose and screwy mother lovers. I don't even, I don't even like dashboard items on my ship, but I put that one on. Fuck yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a big deal. That I mean, that puts us in there with squadrons that are legit bug killers. We're not just a squadron yeah. that goes out and kills bugs. We're we're legit. These stargoids getting here. If they are thargoids, they're gonna get fucked up by loose screws. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. Okay. All right. 
that's that's quite enough uh, uh, self back padding. Uh, let's move on to a different kind of back padding and God talk about. Damn these electric sex bands! <laughs> no, see you're you're spending you're spending it. <laughs> All right, now I want to go on. I want to go on with the rest of the show and do a squad update. All right, and let's find as soon as I find the squadron briefing sound. Here we go. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. All right, we have war again in Yimiaya. I think this is the fourth time. So after we settle this one, I think we're going to have to uh, add on a little influence and get some separation as we keep getting dragged down into these wars. We have currently nothing in the pants on fire stage of overheating, but we have seven systems kind of in the on deck, almost on fire. Uh, those are all listed in the standing orders in the loose screws section of the discord. There are seven other systems where they are not on fire and we are in fact trying to build our influence. Those again are listed in the standing orders post. Uh, and for the moment, we are trying to avoid going into expansion at least until after we know what happens when the caustic cloacas get here. And then, you know, depending upon what happens, we may not want to go into expansion after that either because there may be bugs to kill or who knows what to shoot at and explode and all the other things we do in space. And I are there want, other yeah. things? I'm sorry. I'm, ha I'm having trouble thinking of what they are at the moment, but I'm sure there are other things. Maybe there's both you exploding and other people exploding. Uh -huh, uh -huh, Those are uh -huh. the two okay. things. Um, and I wanted to remind everybody that especially for the rest of November, when you do the BGS activity listed in the standing orders to go ahead and mark that post with the emoji for what you did, because obviously not, that not only helps us keep track of what has and has not been done and where we need to focus our efforts. Um, at the end of the month, there may or may not uh, be something special uh, in the offing for that. I, there may or may not be a contest. There may or may not be a reward. I'm just saying things could happen. Uh, yeah, you get to make the BGS honor roll. And no, yes, standing not a reward or something. This is really douchey of you to do. Just, just saying. Yeah, get a, get a gold <laughs> it's such medal. an awkward thing. But, yeah. Well, then let me yeah. let me rephrase that. There will be some ah. type of reward. We're just not going to say what. Okay. The reward is I will play this sound for you on the podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> The, right. the, the reward is an evening with Teflon reading manuals in the Borat voice. <laughs> an intimate evening read, with Teflon. Christ, that might I actually should read, get me to do BGS. I should read Shakespeare has Borat. <laughs> <laughs> and the details for all of that are in the uh, standing orders post in the loose screws faction section of the Discord. Uh, and there's also a channel there where you can ask any questions. Big shout out to Blooming Wind for keeping track of uh, the standing orders and making sure everybody stays on course. He's really dove into this BGS stuff and has become quite the addict. So uh, that is where all your BGS information resides. 
Awesome, uh, awesome. The prize is a night, for, a romantic night for two, at my one live one man show where I read erotic Jar Jar Binks fan fiction <laughs> in the Borat voice. God, there I go puking on my That's fucking disturbing. self again. It's very disturbing. Jeez. Okay. How do we come back from that? I don't, Moving uh, on. Me it on, didn't no. happen. Dev news. There's there's no dev news. Uh, there's going to be a stream on Thursday. It's going to be Frameshift Live. I don't remember what number we're up to, and I forgot to write it down before now. So that's what's up. Um, we're going to hear some info up. about update 14. Just make um, up a number. I think it might be 19. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Thousand. Um, so update 14 is still planned for the end of November. Uh, every single time any information comes out about this game, it includes the phrase, it is still planned for update 14, update 14 still planned for the end of November. Um, I assume because if they don't say that every five minutes or so, they get a flood of emails asking if it's been postponed because somebody heard that somebody else heard that somebody else said that something might be different about it. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. um, but apparently this uh, Frameshift Live will contain some information about the and update. And it will be that, odd that's all I know. British holidays that are at the end of November at all that we know of. Mm. Only one at the beginning that I know about. Okay. Yeah. And, and this will be Frameshift Live number 21. Oh, 21. Shit balls. Wow. See, Nurkle's got the idea just live. That's a lot of frame shifting. He's got the idea just make up a number out of nowhere. Okay. <laughs> hey, I actually looked that shit it's, up. I'll have you it's, know. It's Frame Shift Live number 69. <laughs> <Woo -hoo>! Twice. <laughs> nice. All right, everybody. Um let's uh let's hear let's hear from Bard, shall we? It will be fantastic. Here we go. Feeling lazy this week. Just gonna do a straight edge recap. Let's get rolling. November 7th, Federation elects man named Astroglide into Congress. November 10th, studies show dead horses can suffer from brain damage upon continual beatings. In other news, Azimuth claims yet another victory. Also on November 10th, subject formerly known as D2 says Thargoids can finally see us and they're coming. And on November 11th, Full Spectrum Scanner gets another upgrade. Pilots report Thargoid saying, here comes the airplane. That's all for this week. Have fun out there. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, lots of good ones there. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Dead horses can indeed suffer brain damage. <laughs> uh, too much. Um, okay. Fantastic job as always, Bard. Thank you, sir. Uh, so, uh, with AX Combat no longer being force-fed to everyone in the squadron, <laughs> uh, it's, I guess, time to talk... It's, it's time to return to the BGS, and what a better thing to do than continue our series on describing complicated processes in the game to people who might not be expert in them. Uh, new uh, BGS edition, starring Commander Nurgle. Uh, are you sitting comfortably? Yeah. 
<laughs> explaining, <laughs> explaining complicated processes in complicated ways. That's what this is going to be. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, the BGS, I, I know what the BGS is, but it's easy to not know what the BGS is. Deep Dart Secret, if you've ever played this game and done anything in this game, you have participated in the BGS. Isn't that, that right? That is correct. And for those of you who don't know, BGS actually means background simulation. And that is FDEV talk for the systems that control all of the politics and geopolitical engineering and how factions behave um, and expand and move and all sorts of things with, in every system in the populated section of the galaxy. So anytime you have ever flown into a station... And I don't know, some people probably have never looked at the station news uh, that reports on all the information for uh, the factions that are in that system. It'll list everything that's going on with them. So it'll show an influence level. It'll show whether they're at war and whether they're expanding and you know, all the things they're doing. That is all the background simulation. Now, when I first started listening to this podcast way back before I was on this podcast, I'd hear, you know, people mention BGS or listening to Lave Radio or they'd mention Power Play. I just assumed they were the same damn thing. They are, they are not. Correct? Yeah, they are not. So the BGS is how all the individual factions in all the individual systems interact with each other and move around. Power Play is some extra layer on top of that that I'm not even going to begin to try to talk about because A, I don't find it that interesting. Apologies to the power play players out there. <laughs> B, I don't know that much about, so I would flub it up if I tried to talk about it. Because <laughs> so, power play doesn't have any missions. No, power play is a completely different thing. Yeah. And it control power play is government on large scale across thousands of systems and it's it's complicated. What we'll the just hell leave is it at that. Federation, <laughs> Alliance, and Empire, then. And that's a layer that's really <laughs> on top of power play. So those are large governments, non player, um, NPC governments within the galaxy. And some of your power play leaders are various members of those different governments. Okay. So they're, yeah, but they, they're like they, the they do have. They do have like little bits of connection, like like PowerPlay is slightly connected to BGS in a sense because right. there are certain types of factions that are favorable or unfavorable to certain PowerPlay leaders. So they'll find ways of shuffling the factions around to their liking, and kind of likewise with the the superpowers, right? They'll you know factions can be aligned or not to some superpowers, and that sometimes changes things about that, them like in, i mean that is correct in, yes. in a visible sense like it changes that like if you're at war federal or imperial war zones will have capital ships right so independence obviously won't so every faction has a government type which could be corporate or theocracy or dictatorship or whatever and then every faction also has a superpower allegiance, so they can be federal, imperial, or independent. Alliance. Alliance, yeah, sorry. They can be alliance, too. They can be alliance or independent. Yeah, there's four of them. But player-made factions can be completely unaligned. Correct. Okay. But every uh, non-player faction is aligned to one of the powers? 
No, there I are. I think there are independents. Yes, yeah, so yeah. there are independent. There are independent NPC factions too. Um, and then it gets really confusing once you start putting power play into this because you can have, um, you can have like a, a, a imperial faction that has an an imperial style like dictatorship government that is not a good fit with an imperial power play leader. And again, I don't want to get into details because I may be making a bad example out of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they they can be mismatched, which is just insane. even though they're imperial. They're even though they're imperial, imperial yeah. 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 But in in general, all the superpower alliance means to a player, uh, unless they're role playing. But in game mechanics, all it really means is where where you can get permits from, or where you can get access to either federal or imperial ships, and building mm-hmm. up that or- reputation. Or alliance, rep, yeah. yeah. Get the reputation to get access to those ships. Other than that, it really doesn't have any significant gameplay um, impact. The government type is what really has a gameplay in t- uh, impact because that determines how factions interact with each other, whether they go into elections, whether they have wars when they have conflicts, and all that kind of stuff. And it can change the economies of systems, right? Correct. Like it, if a system if a, if a system changes which faction owns it. So okay, so factions can be in control of a whole system. Let's start there. Well, you can be in control of an individual port, or you can be in control of the whole system. And uh, government types. Um, well, so hold on. How do you, how do you so how do you do that? Like, because if you control a system. Um, you achieve that by controlling enough ports, right? Uh, kind of. Uh, it's, it's actually, there is one in every star system, there is one port that is considered the control asset in that system. Oh. And, you know, whichever faction is currently controlling the system will own that, and you have to, you have to enter into a conflict with them, be that either an election or a war, depending upon how things match up and defeat them to take that asset in order to take control of the system. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can, in theory, you can control one asset in a 50-asset system and be in control. But usually that's not the asset that's going to be first on the list if you get in conflict with this faction, right? Like, No, no, no it will be. Uh, the, oh, it the, will be. Yeah, if you, if you go into conflict with the system controller, the first asset that will be up for grabs is the control of the system. Okay, so let me phrase it differently then. Um, if you if we expand into a system, we're at the bottom of the influence list then, and we Correct. need to start working our way up. So unless there was only one other faction in that system, we're not going to be in conflict with them until we've also already worked our way through the other factions taking Correct. assets along the way. So Correct. You know, you, yeah. That scenario would, would almost never happen. I mean, there, with, there are systems out there where there is only one asset, but mm-hmm. yes, in, in general, yeah, you will fight your way to the top and you will pick up assets along the way. Right on. How many total factions are there in the game? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, like, I believe the last number I heard was somewhere north of 50,000. So, okay. But, I, but don't quote me on that. There are a lot. There are, and I'm sure Anara can answer this, but there are a lot. And that is but including I, the zombie factions that are that's that's everything that are dead. That's everything. Okay, but I and thought for, this game was like a mile wide and an inch deep or something. 
Sounds like uh, to it, my friend. <laughs> yes, you are correct. And and for and for the listeners out there who don't understand what the term zombie faction is, a zombie faction is a player created faction like Loose Screws is that has since been abandoned by players and is just there. And they never go away. How do you get So it essentially acts faction? like an NPC faction now. It, they behave just like an NPC faction. How do you get a player faction in game? Well, under normal circumstances, you go to FDev's website and they have a little form you can fill out to enter a player faction, and they'll make you jump through all kinds of hoops, uh, like you know, writing up a mission statement, and you have to select uh, multiple possible systems you can start in, and there's all sorts of requirements for how that does and does not work. At the moment, you can't do that because FDev has it shut down while they're rewriting their back-end tools <laughs> to, to, in theory, make this work better. It, it has had Jesus problems Christ. in the past. At, at one point, if you told it, you know, I want to be put into blank system, you know, system Bob, um, their little automated check would run in the background, and if it found a carrier parked in that system, it would flag it as unacceptable because it was currently populated by another player faction. <clears throat> <laughs> wow whoops yeah okay so which means okay. that's existed since oh, for for well over a year yeah so over the, two it, years it <laughs> it has it has issues and at the moment it is down while they rewrite the back end with no uh the last message i saw on that was they were hoping to have that back up and live after update 14 but they weren't going to make promises Okay, so it sounds to mission. me like if somebody wants to do BGS work, they can't start their own faction now, so they should just come to our Discord and join our faction. Exactly, just, and we'll teach you. Just work for us. It's fine. So what does what what should the common commander? I mean, this is all very interesting, you know, theoretical <laughs> gibberish. We had a lot of fun yeah, here speaking, tonight, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just a common commander for a dumb dumb like me. What's this standing orders mean when somebody says system cooldowns? I have no so, idea what that means. What do we do? Track said this when we started off because it's true. Everything you do has some effect on the background simulation. So, even refueling? Okay, not refueling. <laughs> what about rear? What about Got almost? Got almost him. everything you do. <laughs> credibility ruined. <laughs> yeah, so, credibility so, ruined. Yeah, what about like, the money I pay? For, I pay my fighter pilot. No. Well, wait. But, yes, because you're paying your fighter pilot if you uh, sell mined materials or commodities, or if you turn yeah. in bounties or bonds. Right. The source which of do that have income. BGS effect. Right. The source of that income would would affect it, but actually paying the pilot wouldn't. So okay, the, well. the reason we started putting up these standing orders posts is because you know, for the most part, everything you do has some BGS effect. Um, and we wanted to make sure that we could tell our commanders, you know, where they could have the biggest effect in terms of what our goals were in the BGS, or uh, often more importantly, where they should not have effect if they can at all. Right. Help and, it. <laughs> well, when when we started out, it was this is where we need to have an effect, and as we've grown, it has become this is where we have to club ourselves over the head so bad things don't happen. <laughs> Yeah, so whenever you're taking missions or um I mean missions is the easiest thing to understand because it, it right. shows right there on the board, right? There is there is a uh different stats, right? So there might be money that well, there's always some money involved. But right. then there is rep 
and influence. And rep, does that only matter if it's a superpower-aligned faction? No. Uh, rep Oh, count- rep is with the faction itself, yeah. Correct. Rep yeah. is with the faction itself. And as you rank up with that faction, you'll get access to higher-paying missions. Right. So in general, when you're just starting to work in a system, you're always going to have mediocre or low reputation with the factions. If you plan to be there for a while, it behooves you to make your first you know, night of playing in a system, try to get all the rep missions you can and build up that rep because you'll start getting better ones. And then as you get more rep, you start getting up into toward allied, you get the really good missions, then you stop taking the rep reward and start taking the influence reward. Or if you were doing it for, you know, engineering maths or something, right. I guess you could take that. But yeah. um, usually, often there's one reward that's much more than just two influence. And, 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 I'll, and my advice to everybody is, Unless you are specifically working the influence or you are specifically trying to generate money, always take the engineering award. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just, there's too many benefits. There. <laughs> yeah, there's just too many benefits to getting those engineering materials. Right on. And uh, bounties and stuff help help too. Do they basically, they, they are influence for the controlling faction. Right. So this is this is where we have to start talking about buckets, which is a term you'll hear a lot when talking mm-hmm. about BGS. So not only do all the various things you do have an influence on the BGS, but those those things you do fall into different categories or buckets. So uh, bounty vouchers, so you, when you go out bounty hunting, you get bounties for killing ships. That bounties fall into one bucket. Missions fall into one bucket. Uh, trade is one bucket. And then uh, turning in exploration data is one bucket. And when we say buckets, because each one of these you can think of as a separate pool of influence that you can work. Um, and in, it, ideally, if you were trying to like build influence real fast in a system, you would, you would do work in all of those buckets because each one of them adds together. And if you're doing like only bounty vouchers, you're really only doing 25% of what you could be doing because there's three buckets you haven't touched. And it seems to have sort of a gra- – uh, how, how do I refer to this? It's like there's a diminishing returns right. if, you, each, if all each, your efforts are going into one bucket. Right. Each, each bucket has a soft cap. So like um, for bounty vouchers, that cap is somewhere around 8 to 10 million in bounties. So once all commanders combined have done 8 to 10 million in bounties, the stuff you add after that starts to have diminishing impact. It never goes to zero, but it tapers off pretty hard. And then by the time you've hit 20 million in in English, by the time you've hit 20 million in bounty vouchers, you've pretty much hit the bottom of the curve and you're frankly wasting your time. Uh, because you would have to put in millions to get any effect. And then trade has a point of diminishing returns, somewhere around $20 million in profit. Uh, trade has become more complex since they've introduced... We'll talk about trade later. Um, <laughs> yeah, tra- trade is the one that has become very complex. Um, uh, exploration data, somewhere between 10 and $20 million at any given port will hit the point of diminishing returns. Uh, missions, somewhere around 25 or 30-ish uh, 
pluses of influence. Each mission will show one, two, three, four, five pluses. Somewhere between 25 and 30, you're hitting the point of diminishing returns. Okay. And, and it's important to remember that that is, for that faction in that system, that is not per commander. Right. That so is, if two of us are working the influence on our faction in that system, we would split it, you know, 12-ish. Right. And then we'd be done. Or one of you do bounty vouchers, one of you do missions, you know, either, yeah. either, way, either way you wanted to split it up. So it, it, it actually behooves you as a, as a large squadron to have four or five people each do one thing and then move on. Because you've mm-hmm. pretty much hit the point of diminishing returns and you're doing good. Um, it gets more complex when you start talking about trade. You're, the amount of influence you get from trade is based on profit. And on demand. So if, if you're selling something to a station and there is zero demand, you're not going to gain any influence. That's usually also when you wouldn't make very much profit, right? Usually. Uh, okay. But okay. The, the economy stuff is kind of wonky. There, there are plenty of situations where you can actually sell and make a profit. But in general, the demand is now important. And you know, to get really technical for maximum BGS effect, you want to be selling less cargo than the current demand, and you want to be making at least 2,000 per ton profit, which seems to be where the curves peak out. Okay. But um, demand is now important. And the, you know, there are not very many negative levers in the BGS or negative buckets. Uh, most things are positive. There are two significant negative actions you can perform. There are a couple of minor ones, but there are two significant ones. Number one is negative trade or trading at a loss. And again, demand counts, but if you sell something for less than you paid for it and there is a demand for it, that's called negative trade. And it works exactly like positive trade does just in reverse. Okay. And and then some government types allow black markets to exist. So trade in a black market is a negative for the faction, unless they're an anarchy, and then it's a positive. Anarchies are weird. Um, I'll, I'll do respect to our friends and Brotherhood of Terramara. Anarchies are weird. <laughs> it's a tough life. It's a tough life. It, it is a tough life for anarchies, but for for. All factions except anarchies, which have black markets, that's a negative. So those are the the two most direct ways you can have an actual negative influence on a faction's influence. Okay, so let's. Um, I'm thinking of like how how do I tie a bow on this a, a little bit? So if I wanted to, um, if if we're trying to add influence to a faction, we basically it's simple. We do missions for them. Right. Uh, we can also uh, run hunt bounties in systems that they control if they control any systems. Correct. Um, if they don't, then there's nowhere to get bounties for that faction, right? So you're basically uh, down to missions. Yeah. I if, mean, you could, in theory, you could go out with a kill warrant scanner and try. But okay. that's yeah. But that's that's it's a hard to low margin. Yeah, that's a low yeah. margin. Yeah, so probably you'd be doing missions. Um, if anybody has exploration data, you could turn those in. Does that have to go to ports they control? Correct. So when you're turning in bounty vouchers, 
and and this also applies to combat bonds. Okay. Those those affect the faction that is named on the bounty voucher as long as they exist in the system you turn them in at. So okay. you, if you have a if you have a bounty for loose screws and you turn it in at any port in a system loose screws is in, it affects loose screws. Trade and exploration. But to, to, so, so sorry, but but the, and the reason we were specifying though is because you can't collect bounty vouchers for a faction unless they are the controlling faction, because that's the point where they're running security in the system, basically. Correct. So wanted but, ships that you shoot down will give you bounty vouchers for the controlling faction in the system you shoot them down. Right. But and then could, you could carry those to a to a different system. Right. And you could you could boost their influence in a system they don't control with bounty vouchers if Correct. you can get them from a system they do control. Okay. Correct. And, and then exploration data is, is different. And well, and the the important thing about bounty vouchers is they are very easy to collect, and they have a fairly strong influence. So bounty vouchers mm-hmm. are kind of the go to method of choice for raising okay. influence. Um, trade. And exploration data affect the faction that controls the port you turn them in at. So, yeah, there's so obviously there is no faction named on trade or named on exploration data. So it goes to the controller of the port where you turn it in. So that um, can only be used with factions that own at least one port. Right. They have to own an asset. And that also makes it important to look where you're doing that. When you go to turn mm-hmm. that in, because there's you know, like there's a lot of systems that we're in. We don't control every port in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were trying to like do positive trade to raise our influence in a system, you need to look at what the port is. That that becomes important at that point. Yeah, who owns it? Who's at the top of that list? Right. Because all the factions in the system appear at every port in that system. Correct. But the one at the top of the list is the controller. Correct. And then, okay, so then if you're going to do a negative, uh, if you're trying to push a faction, a particular faction down, like you said, there's those two methods you can use to actually affect them negatively. But for the most part, you actually just boost the rest of the factions and that forces the remaining faction down. Right. So two important things to keep in mind about trying to lower another faction's influence. The easiest way to do that is to raise everybody else or somebody else either way. Um, because you know, if you have a faction that has really high influence and you are raising the influence of a very low flak faction, it, it's a logarithmic scale. It'll pull more from the top as you try to push up the bottom because it tries to push okay. everything push everything towards the middle. Fa- influence in a system is a zero-sum game. Everything adds up to 100%. So if you raise one, another one comes down. Um, and if you do do negative actions... <laughs> do-do. Yeah. I said do-do. <laughs> Do do negative, yeah. If you do negative actions against a faction, so if you do negative trade, if you do trade at their black market, um, technically you can go out and fail missions, uh, which is a small negative. Uh, Negative actions have a very small effect unless you do positive actions for somebody else. So Mm -hmm. let let me explain that. So if I drop a bunch of negatives on us in some system, system A, it's going to have a very small effect unless I also go 
and do some positive actions for another faction in the system because any negatives kind of need that positive somewhere else to, to pull from. I don't know whether that's by design or if that's a residue of FDEV math. Mm, but, okay, like there's some there's some fudge number in like this will affect it, but kind of only if you prime it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, in the you other direction, much, it, you have to prime the pump to get it to pull, mm. and then and then it'll work fine. But you kind of have to have that positive action somewhere else to you catch pull. that Teflon. The pump works better if you prime it. I mean, I already, I, 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 he, I already he, yeah. knew about he, he that. He fell asleep an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be I'll be the first one to tell you that there's probably only three people that actually truly love BGS. That's me, hate, and blooming wind. <laughs> That's great. Um, but, I think this is this has been really good. Is there anything that you think we overlooked so far? I'm conscious of the fact that we've been recording for a little over an hour now, and I, yeah. I feel like we're at an okay spot where we've hit the overview of the of what BGS is. Yeah, I've, I've, I feel like we have probably gone more in-depth than most people probably wanted. <laughs> I, well, I Reece, will... reason I suggested this, uh, you know, as a discussion topic is just because we do a squadron update every week, and, you know, that's all about manipulating the BGS, and we did one kind of explanation a while ago, but I know we've gotten yeah. new listeners since then, and we always forget that, you know, we just play this game so freaking much and have played it for so yeah. long that there's so much stuff that we talk about that comes off as like inside jokes or inside information just because we take it for granted what we know so yeah to, to enlighten people from time to time on stuff like when we had our shield discussion or our bug killing discussion is just you know remembering that you know a lot of people discover this game and then go looking for more information and they find a podcast and then we're talking about things on a like a different level i like to to get back to some beginner stuff once in a while and bgs yeah. is not beginner stuff but you do all the beginner stuff in the game in order to maintain bgs which kind of is a nice bridge for everything and where our standing orders are so awesome because there's so much stuff laid out there that any player can come and do and feel a part of the bgs process and then they might get deeper into it and help start planning it yeah, a couple, three things I want to add before we put this to bed. Okay. Uh, num number one, this this really is, has been just an overview of the BGS. It goes a lot deeper than this. I would not dare bore our listeners with a deeper discussion of BGS. So if if you if you have questions, if you need more information, if this actually interests you and you want to learn more, come on over to the the B, the BGS section of the Discord. And ask those questions. There are plenty of us nerds there who will love to talk about it with you uh, at length, ad nauseum, ad boredom. Um, two, the we put a lot of thought into those standing orders because we want to make this as easy on the average commander as possible. Uh, we want them to be accessible to people who neither have BGS knowledge nor particularly want it, but just want some easy directions on how they can help out. Um, so, you know, the, all the people who have a hand in those standing orders try to keep that in mind when we do it. Um, and I don't know what the third one was, so that's probably where we'll leave it. I was just going to say, what was uh, the third one? Yeah, I don't know what the third <laughs> one was. So I, I talked too long already. Profit. Yeah, the third one is Step profit. Step three, profit. Profit, yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, I think that's probably a good place to leave it. <laughs> okay. I, I just want to make standing. one brief correction. I said reason I suggested this topic, I just realized that it was actually Bork who suggested it to us. So that he did. Right. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Bork bits right on. once again giving a great suggestion. And um, you know, sub reason because, like I said, we're we're done with the AX thing. Um, we can get back to other activities. So I'm gonna be playing tomorrow night, doing a stream, and let's get the old Piranha Squad back together, which uh, yeah. is a, a game that we Heck like to yeah. play. Um, and everyone's invited. Um, we gather at Hazrez sites, and uh, the rules are small ships only. In fact, uh, no large hard points, no size threes. Uh, is has generally been the rule. We're trying to get you to use uh, smaller ships that aren't the powerful battleships in the game, um, so that we can gang up and swarm on uh, and get some big bounties. And it's tons of fun because you actually have to think about it a little. You can't just uh, lawnmower everybody with a Corvette or a, yeah. an FDL. So we, um, we got it warmed up a little bit earlier this week. One night with Odaxius, one night with Wart. We were out there. Sweet. Tamor at the Hazrus. I'm. I'm excited to get back out. I have a Diamondback Scout, and that, by the way, that ship's a sleeper. If you've not tried it for combat, it's one of the best small ships for combat. It's perfectly balanced thrusters. It's amazing. Uh, also, rapid-fire pulse lasers. Sneak yeah, attack. baby. Yeah. That's a, that's a good it's a good mod on pulse lasers. It's more effective on that than any other weapon. And I, I really also really, by. really really badly we got to do a cqc night one of these nights because we haven't done oh, one sure. in a long yes. time so yes, we got to get do. one of those going and i i know we've got some people that really like cqc like myself scotty mm -hmm. and uh what's his face volt <laughs> what's his face volt? <laughs> um you know so, some guys that really love it and other people that have never tried it and just need to give it a go yeah. one night. so that's going to be on the agenda too we'll start getting some events sure. that aren't let's meet in this hip Wait, hip seventeen six ninety two, where we've been for like right. the last month. We'll do some stuff other than that and kind of mix it up. Right. And we'll kind of post these things in Discord and 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 change it up. Like I'm mining right now. I'm core mining in a cutter. I, I must be. Well, retarded, that doesn't make sense. I, I I just what this is what boggles my mind. I remember core mining you know, back in the day, and I was kind of using that to kind of learn FA off flight. You know, in a non stressful situation. Even okay. though when you launch your seismic charges and trying to get the next charges out as the timer's counting down was very stressful when I was a newer player. So, you know, <laughs> but now uh, it's like so much fucking easier with FA off than it ever was with FA on. It's just, it's stupid how easy it is once you do that. Cause I was out here yeah. with my Python and I'm like, you know what? I need a bigger cargo hold. So I went and I grabbed my, my, uh, cutter and threw a seismic charge thing on it and a pulse laser and got got out here and i've been doing this just just to change it up we've been doing the same thing for a while and i wanted to give that a go i'm not going to do it for very long mind you but I, i've been doing it for a few days nice kind of change of pace mm -hmm. and the system i'm in i see all eight stargoids i can zoom in on in the fss it's kind of fucking that's terrifying cool. actually <laughs> yeah and that's, that's how many there are now is eight that's, yeah, you can yep. see yes. them from Seoul now, I've heard. Yeah. But I mean, eight, and then they've got eight pedals. It's got to be Thargoids, right? It's got to be. That makes me yeah, sad. I, I'm, I'm thinking more and more as the weeks go by that they count in base eight. I was like, I wonder if we're going to get to eight, and that's when it's going to stop adding them, because, yeah. hmm. Then, bam. <laughs> Maybe they're going to come to one system and then combine, like, Voltron. 
Like friggin' Thargtron. Yeah, baby. <laughs> powers combined to be the largest cloaca ever. Commence Shape Operation Vacuum Vacuum All right. Well, um, I'm Suck. excited to do a, a Piranha Squad tomorrow night. That's Tuesday. Um, what system will we want to be in, Nurgle? Uh, ooh, so that Tommy. we have BGS effect. Ooh, well, Uktomi is usually a good place. It's got rings not too far out. Okay. Um, and I, th- I believe that's around Uktomi 4, I think. All right. And we'll check the standing orders to know where the bon- the uh, bonds, the bounty vouchers can be turned in when we're all done. Yes. Um, I'll fly my anyway, sidewinder. Yeah. We'll uh, see you guys out there. If you want to come, just, yeah, small ship, no large hard points. Um, so that rules out the vulture. Actually, the DBX also, but that's a that's not a great that's not a great combat ship, um, all told. Anyway, so don't worry, you're not missing much. And, but no no vultures, no large hard points, small ships only. And and put uh, rapid fire pulses on them and join the disco. Yeah, come come. I mean, pick out whatever guns you you are favoring. But uh, it's fun to try out different things. Um, it's we're forcing limitations, force creativity, and that's kind of where this uh, where the the fun from this comes from. So, um, what it's else? A good is excuse there? to get in my Viper again. That thing's that's been right. in lost balls for a couple of years. So, guys, let's let's quickly tag our some of our nonsense stuff that we do here at the end, shall we? Cheeses and movies and all that. Well, a oh. quick chick chat. Just congratulate oh, yeah. Jay and Trax on his solo hydra kill, and congratulate Woo. him on hitting triple elite. That's all I got. Again, oh, thanks There's very nothing much. Else going on. Congratulations! <laughs> Scared me. <laughs> um, where the cheese at? Oh, the cheese this week is uh, queso jalapeno, smooth, yeah, soft cheese made with oh. cow's milk and real jalapeno peppers. Oh. It's a well-balanced cheese with extra zesty pepper flavor and creamy mouthfeel. I, I, I had some of that about two hours ago. Uh, All I have in the fridge is Havarti and Gouda right now, so I'm going to have to... Me too. I used it to make nachos for nachos. Mrs. Teflon's birthday. Yep. Nice. And what a birthday it was. Put her right to bed, as I understand yep, it. Put her right to yeah. bed. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much. Is there, oh, is this for real? Are these the real movies? Yeah. The, the Twilight Saga? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You skip the right Twilight past Saga that one. Part two. Okay. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. 20 years. Maybe 20 wow. years ago. That's so. 20 years. Wow. Malcolm X, 30 years. Okay. Home Alone 2, Lost in no, New no. York. That's the uh, one with Donald Trump in it, by the that's way. Everybody, the movie, 30 years old. <laughs> the movie that cried out not to be made. Down the hall and <laughs> grab him by the pussy. Yeah, yep. that man. That one. That's the guy. The Last Unicorn. What? What the fuck is what that? Is the, what is The Last Unicorn? I don't I even know, know what that is. I know that it is 40 years old. Oh, man. You guys, that's some crazy shit. You guys, you guys have to bet up. All right, everybody. <laughs> that's, okay. That's, some, that's our homework. That's an, that's it's a 1982 animated film. Yeah. Okay. And and to close out, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Forty-five years old. Forty-five years old. Years old. Jesus and that's, Christ. And that's that movie, still a great movie. That yes. movie is a classic. This means something. This is important. 
film <laughs> filmed in part in my hometown. Whoa. Oh, wow. There we go. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, you go to check out. You gotta Kim yeah. find a lot of you find a lot of weird stuff you could put in a movie like that in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean they're they're right they're just north of Florida, so Yep. Yep. They're very close to that dumpster. Well, yeah. uh, anyway, so thanks everybody for listening. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed yourselves. Congratulations to the whole squad on our exquisite victory. And remember if you helped at all, you did actually make the difference this time. It's that amazing. I just, I keep saying it to myself in my head and I, the smile comes back. Uh, if you like the show, you know, come come be a part of it with us in Discord, which you can uh, you can Wait, find on, I got easily. This. I got what? this. I got oh, this. Oh, he's gonna do it like a robot again. If you enjoyed the show, please join us in the Discord. Please check out our stuff at loosecrewsed.com. Buy stuff in our merch shop. Join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash loose screws. Thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So Patreon, if you want to support the show, that's patreon.com slash loose screws ED and discord.io slash loose screws. And the merch store, don't forget, loosescrewsed.com. You can find our merch store there. We just added new designs by Commander Rabbi Bob for uh, commemorating the AX Trophy victory. And if you use the coupon code HYDRA, you'll get free shipping in the merch store. So do it. Get it in you. And that that's it. So thanks, everybody, for joining me. Commander Chig, Data, Nurgle, Teflon. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> And that'll do it. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bye.